Welcome to the Traveler's Guide to Life podcast, brought to you by Hospice of St. Lawrence Valley, located in Potsdam, New York. Season two, learn you to drive again. Episode four, who is driving the car? Being in control of your healthcare decisions for advanced planning. Advanced care planning is not about planning for your death, right? Right. Advanced care planning is about making the healthcare decisions that are right for you. These are the healthcare that you would want if you've had a severe accident, if you are diagnosed and at the end of life, or you're in a situation that you cannot speak for yourself. It's about sitting down, making these decisions now. So it all begins with you. Exactly. And what's important to you. Exactly. And I think over the last 40 years at hospice, we've learned that when these decisions are made, um, the family then has the the ability to focus on the now, it's continuing to make memories, it's continuing to be engaged with the patient until they take their last breath. Um, and we've learned a lot about um, people's understanding of advanced directives. And that's why we really talk about it's not about planning your death. It is about the health care that you want to have, um, and how you want people to treat you. And that's the most important. Um, so it's really sitting down yourself and thinking about, so what is it that I want? And if you take the scenario that, okay, I've been in a, um, a really critical um, car accident, um, perhaps I've had brain injury. Um, it may be serious. It may be permanent. Um, you can use that as a scenario. What is it that's most important to you? Um, what are your goals with this? Do um, What does it look like to you? Because if you don't have this conversation with yourself, if you don't make your wishes clear, what could happen is, one, there's conflict within the family members about what to do for mom. Or you have a medical professional who's making a decision that may not be in alignment with the health care that you would want if there's been an injury that causes, like you said, some kind of brain injury, um, paralysis, that you want to be able to be clear and what you want. This is why advanced directives are not just for people, like we said, facing a, just, uh, a diagnosis of terminal illness. It's for anyone over the age of 18. Mm-hmm. It's your 18th birthday. You should be handed your advanced directive mm-hmm. and say, let's talk about this. Right. And then, then we'll have the birthday cake. Right. Um, and at the hospice website, you can go and we have the links to every state. Yes for the advanced directive, or there's also a form which is legal in New York State and many, many other states called Five Wishes, which will help you walk through this really critical part of deciding what kind of care that you want. And whatever works for you is right. It can be comfort care. It can be all hands on deck. I want CPR. I want intubation. It's what you want. Right. And we can't say that enough. No. You're making that decision. Right. And I think that um, too often families never have that discussion. Oh, my God, that's so depressing. Why do we want to talk about that? But you do want to talk about that. And as, as an individual, I want my family to know what my wishes are. I don't want 
there's a lot of things that I don't want. I've made that very clear to my um, kids and my husband. This is what I want. This is what I don't want. That gives them relief because then they know that they're doing it what I want. Um, not in their tr- not trying to guess, take the guesswork out of that. You also have families that, you know, well, no, she's, you, don't you want to fight? You know, it's that, um, that whole thing out there that, oh, they're going to fight. They're going to um, fight the good fight. They're going to be that warrior. Um, and it always leaves me with the um, impression that, oh, we think we have the ability to right whatever's wrong with our body or that the medical um, industry can do that for us we're all vulnerable and we're all going to die. Um, so yes, maybe this time it's going to work, but there's going to be a time when all your luck runs out, whatever you want to see it as, how, how do you want to leave this world? And what is it that's most important to you? And you're looking at your personal beliefs, your cultural um, impact, your spiritual, how does that all play out into this? Um, it's not just thinking, okay, I want this, but really reflecting back on how I've lived my life, what I've noticed in others that I think is really important. And wow, after experiencing this, this is what I I don't want. Um, And I think those are all the things that you need to take into consideration. I think it's also equally important to clarify CPR. Yes. um, And that um, it's C- CPR is used when your heart is stopped pumping and that you're technically dead, um, which always surprises a lot of people. It's like, wait, I'm dead? It's like, yeah, they're only doing CPR on you because your heart is stopped and they're trying to get oxygen flowing through your system so that your um, vital organs don't start to shut down. And it's a very small window and it's um, chest compressions and they're going to be cracking ribs um, to make sure that they can get that heart going. You need to be an informed healthcare um, consumer and knowing all of that, is this what you want? At 18, yes, I, my survival rate is very um, is very good. I'm 60, 63. I don't even know how old I am. Um, yeah, no. And we've had the conversations at work. If you find me slumped over, walk away and shut the door. <laughs> I don't want to be, I don't want to have broken ribs. And I don't know. I don't know how long I've been there um, to have this cognitive that I'm not going to come back from that. Right. So, so leave me alone. That's my personal choice. What is it that you want to do? Which, which you brought, you make an important point. The advanced directive that you put forth at 18 does not have to be the advanced directive that carry, no. follows you the rest of your life and right. still is going to inform those decisions when you're 80. Right. At any time, you can go and change it. It's, right. it's a good practice to go back and revisit it as yes. your medical condition changes, as your age changes, and as you become wiser in understanding what the journey is and like you said, going back and be able to answer the question, what does a well-lived life look like? Well, yes. inform the decision to how you die well, and right. you know where your your line in the sand is. Right. I think it was in a book I read that the dad said, you know, as long as he could watch a baseball game and have a, a dish of vanilla ice cream, yep. then he was fine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so the, the kids knew when the diagnosis, when he got to the point that he was not going to be able to regain that quality right. of life, they were ready to make the decision right. to do that. So, you know, the conversation's been had. Right. So once you start having the conversation with yourself, then you have the conversation with others, but you especially want to have it with the person that you select 
as your healthcare agent slash proxy. Right. Same thing, healthcare right. agent, healthcare proxy. Yep. How do you select a healthcare proxy? So you, you're going to have to have the self-reflection because you're going to have to tell them what it is exactly that you want. And it's, it's saying, you know, I think that you um, might be the person that I want. It's almost like an interview um, saying, this is what I want. Is this something that you can do for me? Um, and I think in um, season one, we talked about, we recognize that um, our husbands are probably not the best healthcare proxy right. um, because they really aren't going to want to make that decision. Um, maybe even our children aren't the right ones. So it's talking to them about, this is what I want. This is the line in the sand that once I cross that, I don't I don't want anymore. And the line in the sand is when you're not able to communicate. Um, and so we hear this over and over again. Um, people believe that, well, I'm the healthcare proxy, so I can make all the decisions. You legally cannot make any decisions until they no longer can communicate what they want. Right. Um, so what does that look like? Um, and how do you move forward with that? And it's really um, not asking for um, an answer right away. I want you to think about this. Is this something that you can do? And it's also the caveat. I will share this with my whole family, right. that this is what I've decided. And this is what the measures I want taken. And this is who's going to make those decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen over and over again of people that have made these decisions but haven't shared it with the whole family and other family members will come in and say I know this is not what they want I know that they would want to fight with everything they've got um and in fact they don't Mm -hmm. um and it's really saying we're honoring their wishes this is what they want if they want to fight until the very end good for them that's their choice that's what they want but not everyone wants that and as you get older And depending on the disease progression and the trajectory, you're going to decide along the way. It's like, okay, yeah, no, I don't think I want this um, at all. And I think equally important is to have that conversation with your doctor. It's okay. I really want to talk about my advanced directives. Um, I want you to be honest in what this is going to look like and um, how are you going to walk with me? in this. Um, when I say no, how are you going to honor that? Or mm-hmm. is that something that you can't do? Right. Um, meta, you know, doctors are there to save lives. Um, we are having the conversations um, with the docs and they do realize that this is a, an important conversation to have. But, you know, how do you engage them with that? Because actually you're helping them. Um, there's a... Um, a community in La Crosse, Wisconsin, that 90% of their um, residents have health, uh, advanced directives. And what the doctors have said consistently is that has really helped them to be able to have the conversation. So I know you have your healthcare um, directives in place. I know what they are. Let's start talking about what that looks like for you. And what you need to understand is having your advanced directive in place, having had the conversation with yourself naming that person who's the healthcare agent and they've agreed to make this difficult decision and to be there to support you and having your family is really a gift to Huge. your family. And I know it's a, it's a somber conversation, but I've also known people that they have it when everyone's together for Thanksgiving and they say no pie until you tell us how you're going to die, you want yep. to die. And, you know, that they have the conversation and maybe people are uncomfortable like, ah. Oh. But you walk away with peace of mind. You do. And you say, okay. And I think once we realize that we can talk about it at the family dinner table, 
we can talk about it with other people that we mm-hmm. cherish in our lives as well. And death doesn't become this thing that we just, you know, hold off in fear that we're like, this is part of life. And how I want to live to the very end right. is a conversation I want to have with other people. And I don't think it's a conversation that we have um, amongst friends or family very often. You know, what is it that you want, quality of life or quantity of life? Mm-hmm. And again, whatever you choose, that's your choice. Mm-hmm. And we're, hospice isn't going to try to talk you out of it. Um, I'm never going to talk anybody out of that. This is what you want. But once you make that decision, and I've seen it, I've witnessed it over and over again, there's a peace that comes, and now it's about living my life until I take my last breath. So the focus is no longer, oh, my God, I'm going to die. It's like, okay, I am going to die. How am I going to live in this time? Thank you for the the gift of today. Yes. And we, we become much more cognizant of better live it now because yeah. the ride doesn't last forever and no. that, that really is the gift and the peace it is at the hospice website you can find lots of resources on advanced planning advanced directives and you like we said you can link to the individual one for your state this it's a legal form usually needs to be notarized mm-hmm. um, and also go to five wishes so mm-hmm. there's lots of information out there you can also find books but the website's a great place to start looking for the resources we have. And our website is at www.hospiceslv.org. We want to thank the Potsdam Public Library for the use of their podcasting studio. I'm Linda Potter. I'm Mary Jones. We'll see you on the road. <laughs>